Today on the podcast, we welcome Tyler DeCarlo, a PDR technician from Ontario, Canada. He's, his story completely fascinated me, so I had to have him on the podcast. He reached out to me on Instagram and just shared with me some of the struggles that he was having and how he built um, his business over the years. He grew his business from doing an average of three dollars to $5,000 per month um, over to over $20,000 a month consistently. Uh, Over the years, he struggled with a lot of things that could drag people down, such as anxiety, depression, substance abuse, um, low business revenue, and being 40 pounds overweight. He has overcome each of these areas and has been able to build the life and the business that he always wanted. So whether or not you're struggling with one of those, none of those, or all of those, this podcast is definitely worth listening to because he shares how he was able to accomplish all of these things and getting over all of these obstacles in such a short amount of time. Enjoy. What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR business? What is the one thing holding you back from taking the next step? What do you need to change to get the business growth you want? All these questions have the same answer. It's your mindset. My name is Corey Kleinfeld, and this is the PDR Coach Podcast, where I coach you on mindset around yourself and your PDR business. Now let's get started. Welcome to the show, Tyler from Premium Dent Repair in Ontario, Canada. What's up, man? Hey, Corey. How's it going, man? Great, dude. I'm really excited to have you on today. Um, We met through Instagram, actually. You reached out to me, saw some of the videos and stuff I was doing and just wanted to um, have a chat with someone who's kind of into the same type of self-development coaching world that you are. Yeah. Um, so super excited to have you on. We're going to do a, basically a real life case study of what the self-help world and what coaching can actually do for you and your business. But just to start it off, because this is a PDR related podcast, you are sure. a PDR tech in Ontario, Canada. How did you get started? Yes. Uh, so I got started probably about six or seven years ago now. Uh, I started with uh, my father-in-law. So what he did when he got me started is he, uh, he put me down in the basement and he set up a hood stand and a hood and, and uh, like a door on there. And he'd come down there and he'd, he'd hit it with a hammer. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be down there for just hours trying to work out a dent. And it was like, it would just be a disaster by the time I was done. It took me, it took me literally like four or five months of just working in the basement before I was even, he would even let me go near a car. Yeah. That's that's smart. Yeah. (laughs) That's the training that a lot of guys do. I've actually had a lot of people and I'm sure a lot of other dent guys can relate to this. They see, you know, they see what we do and they ask us like, what do you do? How much you make? Blah, blah. blah. And they start going to that. Like, Oh, I want to, I want to learn how to do PDR. And the first thing I say is here's a hood. Here's like five tools and a light go practice for, you know, three, four, five, six months. And if you still want to do PDR, then come talk to me. No yeah. one ever comes back, <laughs> but you did. You made it through the the basement dungeon experience. The basement of, dungeon, yeah, just <laughs> That's pushing until your eyes are bleeding, right? <laughs> so okay, so four to six months in, now yeah. you know, now you can kind of fix a one one to two inch dent. Now what? Yeah. So now, so now I think I'm I think I'm good, but I'm not. <laughs> we all. <laughs> So it's like, it's completely different when you get out into the world also, uh, because now you're working on like doors and HUDs and it's like, you got a sticker tool down there and you got to figure out, like use, you know, 10 different tools to find out which, which is going to work for each kind of dent. Basically it's not a perfect scenario of like on a stand, sitting horizontal. Yeah. Yeah. Good body placement and everything. It's like, 
all the factors come in exactly the heat the cold the access just every part of it so when did you start fixing dents you just show up at a wholesale lot with your father-in-law one day and just yeah so so i was with my my father-in-law um can't remember actually the very first time that i actually worked on a real car we were at a body shop and it was a hood and there was just little little tiny dents on the hood and i just i was just um I think I got a whale tail in there and I just kind of cranked them up and I made them look perfect. And that's, that's the time he's like, okay, you're ready to start. <laughs> that's awesome. So it was a good feeling. So where'd you so, go from there? So we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about like pre pre self-help coaching life and then post yep. self-help yep. coaching life. So where'd yep. you get, where was the limit on that? You kind of hit a ceiling, I guess, maybe, or, or kind of a point where you were just maxed out thinking that you were. Yeah. So I was doing a lot of like uh, his dealerships. Um, I, I did learn a lot for him in mm-hmm. terms of like actually going in there and trying to, you know, like sell dents to people and all that kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that for four, about four years um, working under him and working for him. And even at that time I was, I was on my own, but um, I kind of wanted to grow off onto my own, but I didn't feel like I had, enough confidence inside myself to do that on my own. Uh, I had a lot of like anxiety and depression issues that I had kind of inside of me that I held back from a lot of people. Like I would hide it, but then um, when the weekend rolled around or something like that, I would, I would get into like drugs or alcohol or something like that. So I'd be good from um, like Monday to Friday or even Thursday sometimes. And then it would be like, hitting the bottle, going out partying. And that would, that would affect my performance all the way through, which I didn't even realize at that point, how much it was affecting me. I was, I was probably about 30 or 40 pounds heavier than I was now. Um, and how much, how much were you pushing between Monday and Friday? Like what, what, like the income you, well, let me step back. You said you were on your yeah. own at this point, like as a, uh, as a I was still under or? him. I was more of a contractor okay. for, okay. for him at that point. Yeah. Gotcha. And so, and so how much were you pushing at that time? You said Monday to Thursday, maybe Monday to Friday, as far as yeah. like revenue so, wise. Honestly, it'd be about two to three full days of work. Mm-hmm. But it would be like getting, going to the dealers, um, you know, like working like from 10 to two, mm-hmm. you know, okay. yeah. something like that. Yeah. But like, you're like 20 something. Right. And you're yeah. making, you know, you're making, I don't know what, five, six grand a month basically to party on the weekends and work for four hours a day. And that was the, yeah, it was it. probably closer. It's probably making three to five depending three on the to, month. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Which and so on the, considered pretty good by a lot of standards but that's great it's great money you can take it way (laughs) to another level for sure especially in this in this business absolutely yes the weekends it was it was the anxiety depression and things like that on the weekends you'd hide from it using using other other things other substances right alcohol right getting beating yourself up whatever it is drugs yeah so you don't do that now and you make a little bit more than five thousand dollars a month so how did that how did that even start to change so what happened is so there was just a lot of instances that it was my like my drinking was getting very out of control like i would just get obliterated i'd fall over the place and i knew inside of myself that that needed to change and i knew that for a long time so i 
right after, so uh, I got married and on my honeymoon, that happened one more time. And my, my wife was like, okay, like, I don't know if I can do this because it's just getting so like blown out of proportion. Um, so I knew I had to change. So I, when we came back from the wedding and everything, I, um, I went to a doctor and I'm like, I got anxiety, depression. I want to quit drinking, um, these kinds of things. And what he did was he just prescribed me. Prescribed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I, um, I was like, okay. So I started taking them. And then I also, uh, I went and saw a therapist a few times. Um, but also I got more, I bought a sales book. That was kind of my first self-help book. Cause I thought, you know, I want to, I want to get more work. I need to work on my people skills, my sales skills. Right. And that's what I thought the only thing I needed at the time, because I thought just like, so many misconceptions about like antidepression or depression and these kinds of things. Uh, so I went through that book. I started using those things. And which as book? I was, which book I was called the cell hmm. by Frederick Eklund. It was like a, a house real estate book, okay. um, but I was still using little things in it. Um, but then another book was uh, how to win and how to win friends and influence people. Yeah, okay. um, Dale Dale Carnegie. Yep. Um, that was one of the greatest books ever in terms of like my self help um, journey. Mm-hmm. Just, um, I mean, I mean, even Warren Buffett um, attributes all of his success to what he's learned from that book. Yep. Right. Because it's just about how to communicate better with people. You know, little things, remembering people's names, stuff like that. Totally. Um, so as I was pushing, like, as I was growing myself more and more, I was starting to feel better and better. Right. And I still like, I still had like anxiety and depression inside of me. And it was like, it was still there. And I just kept, I just kind of kept going along with what, what I was, um, just my whole journey, I guess. Um, like I would still go out to like parties and things like that. And I wouldn't, I'd be, I feel like awkward and I wouldn't really know how to talk to people. <laughs> like it was, it was pretty rough at the time. Um, because so, you, you'd become a different person. That's what you're saying. You'd, you'd change. And so you couldn't go to those parties and, and have, the yeah. And I, I always used alcohol as like a social crutch, sure. you know? Sure. And it was like, you just, you just didn't feel like you could have fun without it, you know? Like, yeah. Just to, just to pause real quick. I mean, like that's a tough story to tell. And I just want to say, thanks for saying that. I think there's, um, I know a few people personally, I think there's a lot of people that go through that stuff, but don't even want to talk about it. Um, whether they don't think it's relevant to their PDR business or they Mm -hmm. don't think saying it or changing out loud has any effect on their personal life or their business life or anything, or just they're fucking scared sometimes. I mean, yeah which I get, or they think, you know, a man, a man isn't supposed to say that kind of stuff. But I mean, I disagree with that. And I think you do too, Tyler. And that's why I'm trying to do some stuff like this. So, okay. So you got into the books, you got into, you know, started changing your mindset and just to relate it back to PDR. I mean, the first book you got is a real estate book, nothing to do with like selling or any, I mean, I guess a little bit of a sales, but it's sales. Yeah. You just have to start. Like you don't know how it's going to happen. 
But you go down to the basement, you get a tool and you start pushing on the dent, you screw up and you try again. You read a book, Mm -hmm. take something from it, try another book, listen to another podcast, talk to someone else. And it just kind of builds on itself. So yeah. Yeah. So continue back on that story. You got some of the books in there and then, and then you started feeling like, okay, this is, this is good. I want to keep going. Yeah. I started like, I started liking a lot of this stuff. And then I, um, I started listening to like different YouTube channels Mm. too, which were just amazing for me because I, I really like listening to audios, but also coming home and watching, you know, 20 minutes of different YouTube channels. Um, one really good one that I used, uh, I was watching was, uh, I think it was called charisma on command. And, um, he had a video about Tony Robbins and the video was (laughs) self-help guru. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah. And I was just, I was just watching, um, like he he was just analyzing how, how Tony would like, uh, just communicate with people and how he's probably one of the most charismatic people that are on the planet. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I fucking like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so I started just listening to his stuff on YouTube and I really started to connect with it. Cause he really talked about like how your mind works and like you, how you're, how you're meeting your needs as a person and how to set up your life certain ways. So I bought, um, I bought one of his just take home programs. And I, as I was doing this also, like my business was getting better and better and better. Right. So like I was, I was suddenly getting at my normal customers, I was suddenly getting more work and I was suddenly even like seeing reasons to invest more into myself and into my business. Right. Um, if that's, it's mostly just like, just even like getting a better vehicle at the time or investing in like some t-shirts. Cause I, I would just walk around and, you know, like jeans and t-shirts, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Let me pause you real quick. I think I think a difficult thing for people to do sometimes, not for everybody, some people will be able to relate to this is that investing money in yourself is sometimes difficult to do. Um, It's like, you know, um, buying a program to change yourself. A lot of times we think we have to change, like change the business or just do more marketing or just some of those things, but actually like spending money on your own self-improvement or to see the value in that. But you're saying that you were spending money, you took the time and the money to spend on yourself to learn some things about yourself, how to connect with people, how to sell, how to yep. how to do that, and then also you were spending money in the business as far as the truck and the uniform to make yep. to just create an appearance or a brand exactly so that you could sell around it. Okay, yeah, yeah, but definitely the the mindset stuff would come first. Like like people judge you in the first five seconds on your appearance, right? But if there's no substance behind that. There's not going to, that's going to last five minutes. Right. Yeah. Something I say with my coaching clients, I think, I think I might've told you this um, in our conversation on Instagram, but I I think that every business problem is a personal problem in disguise. So I think that sometimes we say like, Oh, my business revenue isn't good enough. And it's like, well, how do you sell or how do you create revenue in your business? Yeah. My marketing isn't good enough. And it's like, well, have you figured out exactly what your marketing is, exactly what your brand is, exactly who you're marketing to, or are you just marketing to like all people that own cars? Yeah. So um, I like to talk about that because it's such a, it's just a small business. It's us, maybe a couple other people. And once we start to change the way we think and the way we view the world and the way we see opportunities, we can start changing those things in our business. Mm -hmm. So I know you took it a step further from, from just reading books, books and watching YouTube videos. Um, so let's talk about that. 
Okay, so I, after that, I got I, I invested in my first uh, program. Um, it was uh, again a Tony Robbins one. I think it was called Mastering Influence, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was about sales um, again. And then as I dove deeper into that, it's more about psychology, right? It's mm-hmm. more about your own psychology. And as I as I was learning all these things, it was good. But I was like, I knew inside, I was like. There's something inside me that I have to evolve and grow to. Um, it's not like quite, quite in the sales department, right? It's more of like a psychology mindset kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I got a couple more programs and then I, there was a seminar I really wanted to go to. Like I had like almost like a calling to go to this, this uh, freaking seminar. Right. And <laughs> at this point, I, at this point also, after I quit drinking, there had been about two, two other times that I had been out with friends and I'd drank and did drugs again. And these times, like after that, I just felt like such garbage. Like I felt, I felt like since I was progressing and growing and making myself better, that that's, that would just take me to such a low point again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was kind of a really good learning experience. Um, just to have, just to go through that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, and then I, I went to the doctor and since I was like, I was feeling like all this self-help stuff was making me feel better, not these antidepressant pills. Right. So sure. I went to the doctor and I told them that I didn't want them anymore and that I was just, you know, doing all these other things to make myself feel better. And they said, okay, if, if that's what you want. So I eventually went to this seminar. Um, it's like four days and nights. It was unbelievable. It's like intensity, like how to, how to really get yourself to do things in mindset and, you know, getting yourself in a really good state and energy. And I came back from that and I had, I just was in such a beautiful state all the time. And I knew how to do it for myself that I swear I came back. I started doing like triple to quadruple the amount of business I was doing in a day. I was doing it consistently. It was stacking one on the other on the other. And I, I was doing this for about two weeks. And I'm like, am I just getting lucky here? Sometimes <laughs> I was just getting lucky here, right? But then other times it was like, I would just go if I saw an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let myself get caught up in a story that I would tell myself, oh, maybe I'll let that go or something like that. You know, you can always talk yourself out of anything, right? And that voice tends to be predominant in a lot of people. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we are the thoughts and the stories that we tell ourselves. That's who yeah. we are as people in our mind is the story we the story we've created of who we are and then our thoughts about those things every day. So just to take a step back, because I think sure. we're going to jump into a little bit of an area where um, a lot of PDR guys maybe haven't been before. And that's right. good. That's why I'm doing this podcast is so sure. that hopefully I can get them a little closer. Did anybody think it was odd that you went to a four day seminar to make yourself feel better? <laughs> uh I'm sure there was people at the time um that think that and still do think that especially since I came back from it and I did so well though like people could tell a huge difference in me um so most of the people in my in my life were were very supportive at at the start of it mm-hmm. um but I just became like obsessed like there's that thing in my mind that goes 
I love this. I'm getting so deep into this. I just mm -hmm. let it kind of consume my life. And that's kind of like probably like an addictions issue kind of thing too, right? Like I got, I got something, I got things that like when I really like them, I like them and I do them like a lot as much as I can. <laughs> But you get to choose what those things are. It's exactly those drugs and alcohol. Now it's, yeah. I don't know, business sales and books or whatever. It's a little books different. <laughs> Self-development stuff. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. So you come back um, from that day and you, like you said, quadrupling your business yeah. pretty, yeah. pretty much overnight or within a couple of weeks. Yeah. It was start to make some big changes. Yeah. It was like, it was, I still can't even believe like how, how that happened. So um, why didn't you I, just decide to have that happen on your own? Why didn't you just, before you went to the seminar and got all the coaching and stuff, why don't you just? Uh, really? Because I just didn't know any of the information. It's That's hard. it. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard. Like, and it's hard. It's nice when you have like someone who's, who's been there before, right. Mm -hmm. Who knows, who can kind of guide you along the way. Uh, the four days was just like, it was intense, but it, it worked for me. You know, it was a lot of like just mindset things. There's lots of little tricks and things that you can do for yourself to get yourself to take action, you know, and yeah, all like tool, tools, to basically mind. you tools, have any, yeah. any one of those that come off the top of your head and putting you on the spot here, but anything, um, that someone what can I've, use today, that someone can use today. Uh, one thing for sure is just, finding something you can do for yourself in the morning to put you into uh, an amazing state for the rest of your day. I, I find that that's the most powerful thing for me. That's been like the secret, even as I back to these other seminars, people would say, well, I did it and I felt good for, you know, two weeks or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, it was always implementing something, maybe an hour for yourself in the morning where you can, um, where you just, you know, do different things to get yourself in in a great state and direct your mind for what you want to do for the rest of your day. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That, that's, that's huge. the most powerful thing for me. Yeah. yeah. And people have heard that everywhere. The morning routine, the, yeah. um, the habits or the miracle morning or whatever it is that you can do. There's, and there's a lot, like you said, free, there's, there's books, there's YouTube videos, there's podcasts like this one and other podcasts that you can grab tools and yeah. get things out of there and start implementing it in your life. So you can get the feel of, of, like learning to take that action when areas in areas where you want it before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're back from the seminar, you've done all that. And now you're, you're, you're growing your business, quadrupling it, making yeah. way more money, which is why we're doing what we're doing here. We're trying to find ways to increase our revenue. Right. Right. Um, did the coaching or did the uh, training continue after the seminar? For you. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I came back. I was like, I was just getting such amazing results that I just was like, there's definitely something to all this stuff. I'm like, if I can go somewhere or meet someone that's going to change maybe uh, a belief inside of me, or I can make a simple distinction. And even if it's cost me however much money um, to, to, to get that information or to, you know, really, intellectualize it I'm going to take action on it it's worth the amount because I'm going to end up getting double the amount double the investment on it or 10 times the investment on it which is what I felt like I have gotten so I, I eventually went to like 
five more different kind of seminars <laughs> over the next year. Like this was nice. this is over two years. Yeah. yeah. And I and I and I ended up getting a coach and I I ended up doing all of it. And each time I came back from one of these things, I would just be like, I would just have some small shift inside of me that would just allow, that would just, you know, push me to the next level and investing in it, just investing in it would literally like tell myself, okay, I believe in myself. I'm going to do this. I got to, now I got to go out and take more action because mm-hmm. now I just bought this thing that I got to pay for. Mm-hmm. Right. It absolutely. would just, it would just keep pushing me more and more to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you, so basically you hired a coach. Uh, yeah. Like a business business coach, personal life coach. What was the what was the? Uh, it was uh, it was a business yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it was so uh, it was a girl, after, right? Uh, yeah, you know. So yeah. she was focused on getting your mindset right and helping you do things in your business to grow it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I um, it was after a business mastery seminar, mm-hmm. and I came back and I was just like, okay, I I want this. I'm we're doing this, 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 and this. And then um, I found it really effective just for helping someone to kind of keep you on track a little bit, you know, because sometimes you just get kind of distracted by life and just like little things and stuff. Right. Yeah. And sometimes you like, you have this goal and then all of a sudden, you know, you haven't thought about it for a week because just like all these other things from the environment are coming into your life. Right. Then it's nice to have someone to talk to that's like, well, remember this, remember that. And then they can kind of listen to you and listen to what's going on inside of you because they they will hear things that you are not hearing about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just why every, you know, professional athlete has coaches, um, Mm -hmm. you know, from golfers to baseball players and football players. It's not because the coach is better at swinging a golf club but yeah. it's because they can observe yeah. the swing of the golf club. It's really hard for us as with our human animal brains to be able to observe what we are thinking. We can do it. We can get better at it, but having an outside perspective, having someone be on top of your business, looking at your business, looking at the mm-hmm. thoughts that you're having about your business and your interactions with customers and can right. point out a few things and give you a little basically disrupting moments that can make you think another way about it. That's, that's really what a coach is. That's what I do with my clients. That's what obviously your coach did with you. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we're talking about, you know, all of the getting a coach, why, you know, what, why pay for a coach? Why don't you just do it all yourself? Is it just go back to purely that someone's watching you do it or what is it? What is, where are the benefits from? Uh, I would say definitely the benefits. They definitely, have especially with with like like just with business and every like all that kind of thing they will have distinctions that you just won't have they will be able to hear when you're bullshitting yourself or bullshitting them about any kind of situation on let's say you're giving yourself uh, a reason or excuse on why something won't work well really you're just telling yourself a story on why that won't work and everyone does it in little ways and there's everyone has these little blind spots that that they just can't see for whatever reason. And it really helps to have someone that's going to sit there and be like, well, no, that's actually bullshit. Right. Yeah. So they're not, are they, are they just like, they're just like, you're, you're just paying somebody to be a cheerleader for you. Like, not at all. I mean, I know that because I am one and I have one and right. it's not, it's not just like, you can do it, Tyler. You're going to make more money. Go ahead. It's not yeah. just like all yeah. raw feel good cheerleading. It's yeah. 
coaches are there strategizing too i I find like we we would have like a really good strategy session Mm -hmm. it would it would be it would feel really good you know yeah you'd you'd sit there and you'd write it all out be like fuck yeah yeah i can do this here's the steps to take to get it yeah yeah so is is mindset self-help coaching is it only for like certain type of people like only like the tylers and the corys of the world or uh i'd say everyone that like anyone in the world definitely mindset that wants to you know have a push themselves to be more and more successful um anything like that like it was funny i would get in like a little mindset where like i'd be going out every day and it would feel like i'd be playing like a sport you know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. be like dents are like a sport and I'm going out and I'm dealing with my customers and I'm finding dents and everything. I'm like, this feels like a sport to me now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. That's what it gets. That's what it gets into. It's a game. I mean, this is a game. This is a game. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, we just got to learn how to play it. You learn how to play it and move the right pieces. You can, you can um, succeed to where you want to go. So, I mean, wrapping it up kind of towards the end here, it's like, you know, the story from the beginning with the life you had, working a few hours a day, billing, you know, 3000 bucks a month. And now where are you? What is, what is, how is life different now? Still working for the father-in-law? You have your own business. What's the income? Uh, so now I've completely taken over from my father-in-law. He's mm-hmm. still a small partner in the business, but I'm doing everything on my own now. So I went from doing approximately like three to five. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm doing between 15 and 20 every month, just more dinging right? Um, that's no hail at all. Um, I have a, and that's consistently too. So I'm not, I'm not depending on anyone else, I'm not depending for something to fall from the sky to, yeah. for me to go to work every day. Right. Yeah. I'm going out there. I have, I have my regular customers. They know me by now where I'm just like, I show up, I tell them what they have. They say, go do it, Tyler. Yeah. Like there's that much trust and rapport with them now. Um, I went from living literally in the poorest like area in the town to having like the house of my dreams it was crazy like it was in one year it was insane <laughs> that's cr- in one year yeah. yeah and i mean you're gonna and i this might be a little self-serving but you're gonna attribute that to mindset and coaching for the most part uh, I mean, that's... 100%, 100%, yeah. um, like, a hundred percent a hundred percent um like my mindset like because i i didn't it wasn't i didn't become a i did become a better tech throughout it because i noticed that like drinking that stuff like it lasts three or four days. Like <laughs> it, it lasts so much longer inside of you affecting you than, than you mm-hmm. really think it does. So once I cut out that and I added in like certain kinds of like meditations and things like that, my dents went up like 30, 40% in times yeah. of like speed and effectiveness. Yeah. And that, I mean, and then just to clarify, it's not like you have to, you don't have to give up all drinking, like not no, no, beer. No. you don't have no. to start meditating. You don't have to have a morning routine. It's not, this isn't the only way to succeed in business. Obviously there's plenty of people that there's are successful that now yeah. Yeah. that are still, that still drink, still probably do drugs and everything. But yeah. if you have a goal that you want in life and have things that you want to achieve, this is a way that you can, that you can achieve that and you can be successful and still happy and fulfilled at the same time. Exactly. And that's really, I mean, that's what I want in life. I know it's what you want Tyler. And I think there's a lot of guys out there, that want that as well yeah um so i i appreciate you coming on i mean that's it's a great story to hear i love that you were um available to come on open to share that the story about you personally and 
the money part of it. And is there anything just before we go that you'd want, that you want anybody to know about you, your business, or just coaching in general? Um, I just say anyone that's out there that feels like they want to push themselves to the next level or, or, you know, or any kind of PDR mission that's like kind of on that edge that that's not quite doing what they'd like to be doing. Like make the investment inside of yourself because it's like magic. You will get 10 times the return. Thanks Tyler. Thanks Corey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR coach podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, you can find me on Instagram at dentprosac or on my website at coachcoreyk.com. Thank you for listening and we'll be back next week.